welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, welcome to the Leadership Podcast. My name is Charlie McMahon. I'm really glad you're listening today. I'm going to be brilliant, as brief, and as done as I possibly can, as quickly as I can. But uh, I, I want a lot of these leadership podcasts come out of my leadership intersecting with my soul. One of the interesting things about leadership is, is in my case, in pastoral leadership, Dr. Gary Sweet and I were talking about this a few weeks ago. I got into this because I just love teaching the Bible and applying it to people's lives. And then there is this whole leadership thing of leading an organization that actually takes away from that and then also adds to it. Also adds to it because you speak out of the reality of the life you're living. I wouldn't have been uh, connective with people if I hadn't experienced the pain of leadership as much, for example. But it it exacts a toll. And from that is where the wine of our grapeness being just squeezed comes, and that's the best stuff, right? We're not marbles that bang into each other. We're grapes that are being crushed together, and the wine flows. And I want you to know, as a listener, if you're a listener to the Leadership Podcast, that's from which I speak. So here's Here's one of my favorite things is the Medici effect. And the Medici effect is when you take, scientists took a certain kind of goat's milk and they blended it with a certain kind of spider's web and out came this fine, unique silk. Or architects took the learnings from a certain kind of ant in sub-Saharan Africa and how they drill tunnels into the ground and from which water pours over and cools those tunnels to 72 degrees in sub-Saharan hot Africa, and they built buildings that did not have any mechanical air conditioning, but stayed at 72 degrees. So I love that. I love that's where creativity comes from is when we collide with these seemingly disparate entities and realities. So here's what I'm doing right now. Last week, on a spring break that I took, I read a number of books, but one was a book that I want to recommend to you because I will say this word that I do not use loosely. It was an epiphany for me. And I don't say that loosely. A lot of people talk about how they hear God all the time. Yes, I think we do, but I don't hear God like some people say they hear God like a voice all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't hear God in that way as much as I would like. Maybe it's because I'm not listening. But I had an epiphany. And it was through a book by Doug Brackman and Randy Kelly called Driven. Driven. Harnessing, understanding and harnessing the genetic gifts shared by entrepreneurs, Navy SEALs, and pro athletes. And the gist of the book is, in essence, about 10% of the population has this D2-D4-LL, this genetic makeup, that creates a drivenness, a drivenness. This drivenness results in many of us were diagnosed ADHD, ADD as children. We weren't able to sit still in class. It 
creates the dynamic that you have a hard time experiencing the pleasure drug, dopamine. So this, this genetic setting is in a lot of addicts and alcoholics. Matter of fact, that was the first discovery of it, is, was in associated with alcoholism. It takes a lot for us to experience pleasure. We're perfectionists. We, we walk around with a shame that there's something wrong with us all the time that's not wrong with everybody else, that, that we are sent messages in this culture that we need fixed all the time. And yet, these people are the people who are some of the most impactful, Elon Musk, Stephen Jobs, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, I could go on and on, entrepreneurs, Navy SEALs, and pro athletes, people who make impacts, who build organizations, And I read this book, and here's why. My wife, Sherry, had uh, she came across a podcast. I think she actually got it from my daughter, Jordan, our daughter, Jordan. And uh, the podcast was uh, the one by Ben Ben Greenfield, and uh, it's a podcast he does on fitness. And he hosted Doug Brackman, Dr. Doug Brackman, and the title of the podcast is Driven, Understanding, and Harnessing Genetic Gifts. And uh, I did not listen to it. When she described the podcast to me, I said, I got to read the book. And I interrupted my reading last week, and I picked up the book, and I read the book. Today, what I want you to take away from this is if you think that you may be a part of the 10% who have this genetic makeup, I cannot recommend it more. It was, I'm going to read it again. I'll put it that way. I very seldom read books twice. There are only four or five in my life that I've read multiple times, and it's because I had to. There's so many things I want to read that I typically don't read things again. I had to. I have to read this book again. I'm reading it, and it's as if there, there are chapters in it, there are paragraphs in it that describe somebody like myself so well that I, 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 there's a whole chapter on shame. And I, many of you know that I'm a shame-based person in recovery. I understand that I came from a, a shame-based family in our relational style, in our achievement intentions. But this described it at a level that I, I had an epiphany. I mean, it, is, it has been, it was a breakthrough marker. We all have in our journey moments of breakthrough. And that was one for me. So today, I want to open up to you the possibility that this could happen to one of my listeners on this podcast, that the book for you could be a real breakthrough, especially now as I walk us through the collision of Driven by Dr. Doug Brackman and by Randy Kelly and the Sermon on the Mount. Because what I'm going to do is then, okay, I'm going to filter all this that I'm learning through the learnings of the Sermon on the Mount and the title of the podcast the next few times would be Leadership Driven and the Sermon on the Mount. Because what we're going to do is how does this filter through the Sermon on the Mount and how does this, those of us especially who either have this or are married to someone who has this genetic makeup, how then shall we live? Now, a little bit for today, for just today's podcast, a little bit of background. First of all, on the Sermon on the Mount. 
Okay, the Sermon on the Mount is really not, and you'll find the Sermon on the Mount, the predominant section of the Sermon on the Mount. Luke has his version, but the predominant greatest sermon in history section is Matthew 5, 6, and 7. If you, all you were going to read is three chapters of the Bible the rest of your life, my first recommendation would be Matthew 5, 6, and 7. It's, it's, it's in essence the, the, the boiling down of all we need to know to live as a follower of Jesus. I mean, if all we had was Matthew 5, 6, and 7, we would know how to live our lives as he would live them if he were we. What we're going to do is look at how would we lead out of the Sermon on the Mount. Now, some of you know this. The Sermon on the Mount begins with eight what are traditionally called Beatitudes. Beatitudes. Somebody has shortened beautiful attitudes. And let me just say this. We couldn't be more wrong calling these the Beatitudes, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, we couldn't be more wrong saying these are the beautiful attitudes of the Christian life. They're not. The Beatitudes are not a picture of the Christian ideal at all. In the Beatitudes, Jesus is not establishing another law. Be pure in heart. Be poor in spirit. Be mournful. He's not. He's not establishing another list of impossible to fulfill requirements or else you're nearly not one of his followers. The understanding of that is what led me, many people to say, well, this isn't for real life. This is for the next fleshing out of the kingdom of God coming in the next epoch. This is really not for now because you can't live this. Well, he's not trying to get you to live some certain way. What he's trying to do, I wholeheartedly believe, is not to tell us what to be, but what we will look like when he lives in us. When his rightness lives in us. As a matter of fact, if I were to name the Beatitudes today, I wouldn't call them the Beatitudes. I'd call them the were attitudes. This is what we were. We used to be poor in spirit, but now this is what we can be. Those of us who are poor in spirit can now live as citizens of a transcendent reality. The Beatitudes are not telling us what to be. They're telling us that in spite of what we were, maybe even how, for those of us who are D2, D4, what we were born as, but now with Christ in and through us in our leadership, this is what we can be. The Beatitudes, you see, are not how to be blessed. They are how to lead for us in, through the filter of leadership. They are how to lead with the rightness of Christ in us, and for this particular season of the podcast, how to lead as a D2, D4 to be a blessing. Because see, we do D2, D4s, we driven, we can lead, let's, let's, let's be honest, we know the story of Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs that little phone that you're holding maybe as you're listening to this, it's unbelievable. It's a $10 million Cray supercomputer super that because of his genius and his drivenness, now we're holding it in our hand. It's crazy. But we also know the stories of Steve Jobs destroying people. I have my stories. You have your stories. And for example, when it comes to leading in a way that is healthy and life-giving, I need some help. And I don't need some esoteric discourse of irrelevance about the hereafter. 
which some people make the Sermon on the Mount out to be. I need leadership to me so that I can lead in a way that gives life, especially as a driven. Now, let's start here. This is just for today's. The Greek word for blessed, blessed are, blessed are, is markarios. And it described the highest type of inner well-being possible. It was actually a word used to describe the Greek gods. So markarios is the state of being that you have been set right. And he says eight different ways, and then the rest of the Sermon on the Mount in all kinds of different examples, you can live an inwardly blessed markarios life. You can lead in a way that is a blessing to you and a blessing to others. And I started, as I was getting done with Driven, I started thinking, is this possible? Is it really possible for someone like me to lead in a way that is blessed and is a blessing to others? And oh, by the way, we get things done. We get things done. For example, look at this. He says, Markarios, Matthew 5, 3, are the poor in spirit. For yours is the kingdom of heaven. Is that possible for those of us who are driven? That we, he says, those of you who feel spiritually bankrupt, and quite honestly, the shame that comes from being a D2, D4 driven, it leaves you feeling spiritually bankrupt. It does sometimes, where you think, oh my gosh, yeah, I can get things done and I can create organizational movement, but I leave body bags in my path. Is it possible? And I want to say to you today, those of you who are driven, yes, it is, that the spiritual bankruptcy you feel, if you'll just go ahead and tap into that, which I would qualify as what shame often feels like, it's ready for you. Because the emptiness that comes from being spiritually poor gives room for God to fill your cup with his rightness, with his rightness. So for today's podcast, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about how if you just go to listen to Ben Greenfield's podcast, you just listen to that, how that collides with, intersects with what Jesus promises in the Sermon on the Mount and that you as a leader are not done because you can lead into the Markarios reality with the people with whom you work and impact. For today on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon, and I hope that just today is the start of you living that Markarios kind of leadership. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word, and I will talk to you next week.